The following broadcast of Life Planning 101 was originally aired in January 2016. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the program, Life Planning 101. As the nice announcer man said, it's a pleasure to be with you each and every Monday morning at 8.30 and then rebroadcasting at 9 o'clock on Saturdays on KATX and KWBY. Our expert and special guest, as always, from Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Angela Robinson. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here this morning. And as it is January, we are trying to get organized, right? We're trying to get things in order and make sure that the year is going to go well. Hopefully, most of you are still going to the gym and keeping up the resolutions and and all of those things. Um, I can't say that uh, I've been the best at my resolutions. I've done it. I haven't given up. I'm not giving up, but um, I haven't kept to the T how it's supposed to go. But we are going to be talking about organization today, but organization in a different way, a much different way. Um, And it is about how organization is hurting your financial future. Is it or is it not? And it could be. That's the answer. And so um, I got a story to share with you today about a gentleman that uh, had it hurting his financial future and what actually happened with that gentleman. And um, we've got a question that was asked that I am going to address, and it's about 401k loans. So you definitely don't want to miss the whole show. There's going to be lots of good information. If you do miss a segment, uh, ktxradio.com or kwbyradio.com, you can go back on and revisit the show, or you can listen again on Saturday at 9 a.m. to our show on both stations. And also, uh, we will have a corresponding article this week because there's some really neat numbers that we were able to put in the article, but not necessarily the radio show because it got a little technical when it came to this subject. So you might want to keep that in mind. Let me add one thing because that is crucial. You go on either website. You said it perfectly, by the way, katxradio.com, kwbyradio.com, either one. And there is a page there that says Life Planning 101. And all of the programs are archived there with their articles. And so you can actually click the listen button, let the program play, and then click the read article button, a new window will pop open and you can follow along there while it's playing. So we've got you covered. Good deal. Thank you for that. So is organization hurting your financial future? And here's the story I want to share with you. Ted. Ted was a savvy investor with his numbers. He kept all his personal finances extremely organized. He was a successful middle-class American and had several accounts set up, each with its own purpose. There was an account dedicated to saving money for his next car, an account for his emergency funds, account for his grandkids, and various investment accounts. Ted was also excellent at establishing a budget. He knew exactly where every dollar was going to go each and every month and how much he was going to save and where that was going to go and how much his monthly expenses were going to be and how much his payments would be on each piece of debt that he had. 
He paid the minimum amount due on his car. He paid double on his three-year-old car with less than a $10,000 balance and paid $1,000 over on his mortgage payment every month. Ted even paid $150 on his credit card balance every month, and he had a plan for every dollar spent or saved during the year, with the exception of one thing, his tax refund. To him, that money didn't count, and he could use it for whatever. I guess it was his fun money. So Ted's extraordinary organization even extended into his investment accounts. He had an investment account where the goal was to take risk. So when every investment he did was uncertain, but he had a lot to gain in that account. Likewise, he had another investment account where the goal was to offset that risk for his risky account. So all of his money was in what's called safe investments with quotations. So there was one thing, though, that Ted never realized. His organization was devastating to his financial future. Did you catch that? Devastating to his financial future. So why is that? There's this little study called behavioral finance. And there's a lot of theories behind behavioral finance. And in fact, there's there's about eight theories behind behavioral finance. And we're not going to get into all the details of those today, but some of those might be like a gambler's fallacy where if you roll the dice and you roll a six three times in a row, then you think there's no way another six is going to pop up. But really, all the odds are still the same, right? Or herd behavior where, you know, when you were a kid, if you think about it and your parents asked you, why are you doing that? And you said, well, all the kids are doing it. Well, does it actually make it right? And when it's a large group, it seems to be more right than wrong. Or anchoring where, um, you know, for instance, we've got an engagement ring and we think we have to spend two months of salary on that engagement ring. Where did that actually come from? Yeah. People actually go broke doing that. So is that right? So there's this behavioral finance that we're going to talk about today called mental accounting. And we're going to talk about how Ted fell victim to that and how he separated his money by each function of a dollar and not considering the logic of his entire financial picture and what that actually cost him. Keep it right here, folks. You're listening to Life Planning 101. Good morning again, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to Life Planning 101. Our guest and expert from Kennedy Financial Services right here in Eastland. Angela Robinson, good morning again, ma'am. Good morning. Let's get back to uh, the topic. Um, Now, we had a question last week about loans on a 401k. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? And it kind of fits inside of what we're talking about today because a lot of people think, well, if I take a loan against my 401k, I'm just taking a loan against myself. Well, yes and no. If you take a loan against your 401k, you still pay interest to the 401k company, so the investment company. You are not getting to pay yourself interest. That is a common fallacy. The second thing is, is you're taking your money out of their investments to be able to do this. So if you, for instance, the markets are down right now. If you were to take your money out in a down market, it's a lot harder to be able to recover that money and recoup that money. And then also when you go to make your contribution, in the future. So say you were saving 20% of your paycheck for your 
for your retirement, well, now you're no longer saving 20% of your paycheck because a portion of that is going to pay back principal and interest. So they can be very, very, very dangerous if they're not planned for appropriately. And I think that's really important to bring up. Each situation is unique. I'm not an anti uh, 401k loan person, but more times than not, I will tell people there's a better way to do it and we find a better way to do it. So um, I do think it's important to get professional help when it comes to that. So let's get back to, is your organization hurting your financial future? This mental accounting, all right, where Ted, in our story, had separated his money by the function of each dollar. In other words, what each dollar was supposed to do for his financial picture, he had it separated out. And he really wasn't considering the overall logic for his financial picture. And unfortunately, mental accounting really is an epidemic, not Everyone may be extreme as Ted, but the majority of us do fall victim to it at one time or another. So let's look at this big picture effect. You know, if you looked at some scenarios of some middle class people, middle class millionaires, mental accounting can sum up to thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, and even hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, a year in mistakes. Isn't that crazy? Is that a year? Uh, yes, a year. Okay. Because I, I do think that's important. I mean, when you're thinking about, you know, a, a very, very large uh, factor on your future, you got to think about, am I really doing this in any respect? And if I am, what should I be doing differently? You know, and you got to take under consideration everybody's situation is different and unique. So, um, you know, it's important to consider that. But at the same time, you can't just look at one piece of the pie. You have to look at the whole pie and all the ingredients together or else it just doesn't work may I ask you a quick question uh, since you've been on the program what I have learned is so much of this is counterintuitive we think we're doing the right things but turns out we're doing just the opposite of what we should be doing and we need an expert to help us is that fair to say <laughs> that's that's I mean, the gist of it yes you um, would think organization and having everything what you think is in a row is good but it can cost you $100,000 a year. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, um, when we, we look at people's situations all the time when they first come to us, and you can take the person that, that is doing everything by the book, so they think, but yet their emotions are getting in the way in one way or another. And that's really the danger. You know, it's not necessarily the, the textbook. And I, I mentioned that on the show last week. You remember I said, there is no amount of learning textbooks that can teach you what you need to know to manage your life plan. Because because it's all about experiences. It's all about the what ifs. And and that's what we don't think about. You know, from Ted's situation, you know, start with the small stuff. What is the cost of inflation costing him? Where he's got his credit card payments that he's paying on every month because that's that's his budget, right? But say his interest on that credit card is 13%. And then you couple that with the money that he's putting in a savings account at a 0% savings rate. So it's actually costing him inflation, which is 4%. That's 17% a year on every payment he makes. That's a huge ouch, right? Yes. Okay. And then, you know, you look at bigger things. Look at his higher interest loans. Look at, you know, he's paying on a smaller loan versus a bigger loan first. Well, why is he doing that? If you actually looked at an amortization schedule, you would see a bigger loan has more interest payable every month than a smaller loan does. So that really doesn't make sense in all sense of the word. It might in some cases, but not. And then with with his tax refund, I know a lot of people want to know how to put their tax refund to good use. Some people do see it as spending money, but sometimes it's best to be able to get something paid off that you are paying interest on so that it frees up your cash flow. 
And that's your cash flow is probably the most important thing that you have to yourself. And that's the small part, right? Then we look at the investments. And I think this is really important to consider. He had the right mindset to try to outpace inflation with his investments. Remember, he was really, he had some money in a high, high risk portfolio. It was either all or nothing. And then some in a safe portfolio, right? But part of his money was doing nothing to offset the risk that the rest of his money was really not even equaling inflation because of the risk inherently in it. Um, There was a PhD study done by Craig Arlson, and it's over a 15-year period surrounding what is referred to as our lost decade, right, of the 2000s. And it revealed that taking a diversified position among 12 different asset classes with your entire portfolio puts you in what we call a moderately aggressive position and outperforms any other strategy significantly. I encourage you to look that up. It's amazing. Where in that same period of time, that high-risk portfolio actually lost money. It did worse than cash. So he hurt himself in that situation. So, you know, I think Oscar Levant said it best. What the world needs is more geniuses with humility because there's so few of us left. And it's so easy yes, to get off. So few of us left. <laughs> yeah. And it's so easy to get off track by the way of the inherent bias that we have. And the key thing to remember here is money is money. No matter where it comes from, what it's intended for, it's money. So here's our trivia for today. What is the tendency to separate your money into separate accounts based on intent or the source that it came from? Email us lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com, lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Also, if you've got a question, um, we're looking for the best question to be able to address on these shows. Definitely take advantage of that. Ask a question. We'll be happy to hear from you. Again, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services, which is a firm that helps people live life on purposes by making decisions um, on purpose rather than by default. As always, we thank you, thank you, thank you, and another thank you. Really do appreciate the great information, and thanks for the 401k question. Yes. That was great. Yes, it was. Want to have more? Tune in again next time, folks, for more Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated, and Smart Money Group LLC.